Welcome to Other People's Lives. I'm your host, Joe Sanagato. I'm your host, Greg Dybeck. And today is one of those episodes that I don't, I don't know. I have no witty like thing to say before. <laughs> yes, I don't no. know how to sum it up <laughs> whatsoever. So I guess we're just going to read this email. Yeah, it's out there. So we received an email from a young woman and the subject read, I am addicted to my stuffed animals. Let's go. Hi, Greg and Joe. I'm writing to tell you about a strange addiction I have. My 10 stuffed animals, which are, I refer to and treat like my own children. I am 20 years old and live a pretty normal life. I go to college, have a wonderful family, and have been in a relationship for the past few years. My addiction actually started after stealing my first animal. Ooh. And after I had undergone some traumatic sexual experiences in high school... I started using them as a coping mechanism. I have serious anxiety if I'm away from them for an extended period of time and can even work myself into a full-blown panic attack. Ever since then, a new family member is added probably every few months. Each of my furry friends has a name and a backstory. Luckily for me, my boyfriend does know about my addiction and completely loves and supports me, whereas my family thinks it's strange and a love that I should have outgrown by mm. this point. Interesting. Ten's a lot. Ten? Ten is a lot. Yeah, that's a, it's a crowded bed, or I don't know where they fit. <laughs> but uh, I've never, I mean, I've never what? heard about this. My sister is 28, 29, and she has a stuffed animal named Bijou that Bijou. is a little puppy with a fireman's helmet on it cute and she sleeps with it every fucking day oh and wow. if she goes on vacation or if she goes to someone else's house she brings it wow it's i think if that's she's staying there the night people are attached to their kind of childhood stuffed animals but this is like an ongoing this is new, like the fact there's a backstory that's interesting which is like an actual backstory or like it which is she make one up to make them like more yeah is it like what's that it word was born in target and personification what oh to like give yeah, human like try to yeah. elements or yeah, qualities yeah. to uh yeah um yeah stuff i don't animals. know yeah you know, and i <laughs> did you I have know, any stuff i don't know how this, this i don't know if this is related to this or not but <laughs> there was a, i don't know why i'm bringing this up or even saying this but when i was younger i don't know if this is weird or not because when when she's talking about this now i'm thinking like all right is she you know is, this, is there something sexual going on here with these animals? Or are they just like her... her well, she did say children, so I'm assuming uh, yeah. there's not. Uh, but, yeah, I remember when I was younger. <laughs> I remember when I was younger. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Come on, say it. I fingered a stuffed animal. What happened? Fingered? Right. Not. It didn't have like a, you know... It, I was super young. I didn't like finger it like... And try to, you know, is that, is that how you finger I didn't, someone? <laughs> I didn't like spit on my fingers. Oh yeah, and like had of a boner the whole time. I don't know. I just did the Kool Aid man, but <laughs> Jesus, it, it, there was like a hole <laughs> in in the stuffed animal. I have no, you, I could not tell you what kind of stuffed animal. Paint the scene. Yo, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to what the stuffed animal is after I tell you the story because it's hilarious. But in like the bottom of it, there was a hole, and there was just stuffing coming out of it. So I went to go push the stuffing back in. Mm. And then, you know, you're just there. Then <laughs> you're kind of, you know, like I pushed the stuffing in. Now I'm just like, 
Hmm. Something felt natural about this. It, no, but I didn't even know what like I was I'm doing. I was I was so young that I didn't know what I was doing, but I remember it, and and like it it, it wasn't like I was there all fucking day just fucking <laughs> finger banging this thing, yeah. but I was I was doing it and uh, yeah it was it was a good like a good a, I would say a good eighteen seconds, you know, <laughs> you know what the stuffed animal was. Did it finish? It I don't think so. I don't know. I didn't ask. What I was didn't the stuffed animal? Ask. Uh, the stuffed animal was, in fact, uh, Tigger. Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> that has like a personality and everything. Yeah, I don't know. Like but you know, it wasn't, it, I'm so. I, I promise you, it was not sexual. It wasn't like. Whatever. Like you know how Tigger would sound if Tigger moaned. Think about that, or was like actually in that scenario. Hey, what? Well, I don't if know. Tigger's out there. Have you ever told anyone this story? I don't think so. And why do you remember it? I guess it's I just don't a know. vivid childhood memory. I guess it means a lot to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I definitely remember that. But it wasn't it wasn't sexual at all. I was I didn't like go back and be like, oh, that was no sexual. How is it not nice. sexual? Do it again. How is it not sexual if you're fingering a stuffed animal? Because now I can look back on it and be like, I was fingering that thing. But I just like did it because it, it like like I said, I was pushing the stuffing back in and then I was just like ming, 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 ming. Did ming. you know what fingering was at that point? I don't I don't think so. It was just like uh It was just like an innocent thing. I don't know why, but I do remember it and I remember looking back on it one day being like, "Yo, I was fingering Tigger." <laughs> but anyway, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. This woman has 10 children, stuffed animals, uh that she told us about, uh which is very interesting. I kind of want to get into it. I've never even heard of something like this before. So let's give her a call and see what's up with all her 10 children. Hello. Hey, how's it going? This is Greg and Joe. Hey, how are you guys? Great. Good. How are you? A little nervous. I've never really been interviewed before, but I uh, hope I hope I can give you uh, some good stuff to work with. <laughs> no, sure. definitely. And we're we're not that professional. Don't worry. Yeah, kick your kick your feet up. We're, it's <laughs> gonna be fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, so we just read your uh, email that says you are addicted to stuffed animals. You have ten of them, which you refer to as your children. Uh, so can you just go into kind of how this started and when they made the transition from stuffed animal to children? Um, yeah, sure. So in high school, I want to say, um, probably like junior or senior year, uh, in our science room, for some reason, we had a big like, cabinet of stuffed animals, which was creepy, but that's another story. Um, but there was one that I really liked, and it was just kind of like sitting at the top of the shelf. So uh, one day, like after, I think it was like, a vacation or something. I uh, <laughs> I went into the science room and I took it and I put it in my backpack and uh, I took it from the school and I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I was like, whatever. So uh, then after that, I had kind of like gotten attached to it in a way that I was like, saw it as like a friend almost. Right. Um, and at that time in my life, I was going through some like weird relationships but just some bad like experiences um with guys and uh so then i i kind of used that one stuffed animal as like i guess it was like the foundation of where my love for stuffed animals came from because you know i i love animals alive or not right um like i'm a big animal lover anyway but um yeah, I, I really got, like, connected with the animal, and while I was going through, like, some weird stuff, I would kind of talk to it as a friend because 
you know, it was stuff that I wasn't really comfortable talking to my parents or my, you know, my sister, even like my best friends about at the time. So I kind of used it as, you know, my friend. You would actually talk to it and like have conversations and stuff or was it kind of just kind of like a telepathic in a way? I don't know. (laughs) Um, It was kind of just like me venting, but I felt like in a way it was like, I don't know, it was there and right like obviously i I can't hear me or anything but it was like a way for me to feel as though i was talking to someone and it was a good way to like get things off my chest without you know worrying about being judged or you know my friends like thinking that was crazy or whatever right and i I, I was kind of crazy but i was saying right before we called you like my sister has like a stuffed animal that she brings every like not she doesn't bring it everywhere but like if she's staying overnight somewhere she'll bring it and she has like this, yeah. you know, a sentimental value to it. Uh, so I don't think it's like that, you know, out there. But, you know, the way you have it worded in here, it's like you're addicted to them. You have 10 of them that have their own backstory yeah. and stuff like that. So when when did that kind of start, you know, coming about? Um, well, it kind of started <clears throat> me just, you know, when I was in the store and I thought when I would just like buy it. But then I guess. It was, I guess it was, like, kind of weird going to college. I, like, brought them all with me, and I, you know, I was. it was the first time I was away from home and stuff, so I, like, used them as, or I didn't use them, but, like, I treated them as family, and, like, it was, like, a safe environment that I could come home to at night, and, you know, when, <laughs> I guess, <laughs> I don't know if it's being lonely at college the first couple nights, but I was just, like, you know, these things, even though they're not real, like they're, they do mean something more to me than just being like stuffed animals. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, no, that definitely makes sense. Was this like a college dorm situation? Did you have like a roommate or anything? Yeah, I had a, I, I was in a double dorm uh, or a double room, I should say. And uh, my roommate definitely, I think, thought it was kind of weird. <laughs> but um, <laughs> she never like said any, <laughs> she never like said anything about it. But, um, yeah, I could, I could definitely tell that when they were all like sitting on my bed, <laughs> that was a little weird. But yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't that close to her, so I wasn't gonna like go into like why I had them and like why I needed them. Right. Um, so and, like where, where where it started and whatnot. Yeah. So I mean, you you sort of mentioned it before. Um, obviously, you know, what, whatever you're comfortable talking about, um, you can talk about. But you did mention in the email that. I guess there was a particular experience that you went through in high school. You wrote traumatic sexual experience, which I guess led to using the stuffed animals as sort of a coping mechanism. Uh, I mean, do you feel comfortable kind of elaborating on what that situation was and you know how the stuffed animals sort of helped you, I guess, recover from that or cope with that? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, it's not really something like I've told anyone, but I, I mean, I've listened to the podcast a bunch, and I know you guys are, like, good at not being judgmental and whatnot. But um, so it was actually uh, the first time I had sex uh, was I was at a party. And um, it was just I, – I was really serious about – I've been a dancer all my life. I was really serious in high school about keeping my body in shape, not going out and stuff. And, mm-hmm. I mean, my friends tried to get me to go out all the time. And uh, – when I finally started like going out with them, uh, that's kind of where it started. Um, I mean, I had never really been in a relationship in high school either, kind of because of 
the seriousness of or like the extent of which I danced um but yeah I went out one night and I was just uh I know it's kind of hard to talk about but uh there was just this guy that wanted to have sex and I was like whatever I'm you know 17 that's fine like I didn't really see it as like meaning anything at the time um so we had sex and it was something that you know I really immediately regretted um and it was something that I at the time really like didn't want to do but I felt kind of like this guy was uh just forceful so I don't really like how to elaborate more but Right. And kind of hard to talk about. <laughs> it's okay. Uh I'm sorry to hear that. And uh I can only imagine how it is going through something like that. So, I mean, you kind of after that experience, you turned to one of the things I'm assuming that provided some sort of comfort for you, which were these uh stuffed animals. Are they stuffed animals or yeah, or like yeah. beanie babies or or something? Um like I have a bunch of different ones. Like I have a couple of beanie babies. Those are pretty cute. <laughs> I have um, <laughs> I have, I guess they're like I think they're called like beanie boos or something. They have really cute and like big eyes. <laughs> I know um, those. And then things. I have like a bunch of just like. Do you? Yeah, I, I always see them in stores, and I'm like I kind of want to buy one because they're do you know adorable. Where, do you know what are terrifying? Oh my god, Furbies. yes, they're so cute. Yeah. Do you know if, you know Furbies? Oh my gosh, no, yeah, no, I don't have. Yeah, I don't. Furbies have are those. fucking creepy. Yeah, there were definitely cameras in there. Yeah. Eyes. Yes. I think it's because they like blink. I think that's yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I hated creepy. the fucking blink. Anything that blinks that's not a living, <laughs> breathing human is even, so like even animatronic. Those, like, yes. The the what was that word you like just said? Animatronic. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, the babies. They had the yes. babies ones that would blink. I'm like, yo, I don't like. And this then like shit. one eye's half closed, one's open. Yes. And you're like, get this thing it's away. Like, from baby me. looks like I'm it never having crack. a baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's too real. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. But so you go. You go for like the cute. Animal based, <laughs> yeah, not like these, like half yeah. real, half whatever. <laughs> no, 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 none of the animals like move or anything. They're just like, I don't know. You'd probably find them at like, I don't know, gift shops or whatever. Right. Um. Do you but, do you have like any like social anxiety or something like that that maybe, uh, you know that also helps the 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 stuffed um, animals also help. I mean, like. I feel like I'm a gen like generally like a pretty outgoing person, but I mean like everyone like I like my own time and stuff. But I do get like claustrophobic and not I don't do that well in like large groups of people. Um, mm-hmm. So like obviously like big parties aren't my really my scene, but um, I don't think it's like the social anxiety that like brings or I don't think it's um, the animals bring me comfort when I'm like socially anxious. I think it's like I use them in a way that like helps me vent and like talk out loud, you know, like thinking out like talking out loud. Um, but like, I don't have to, you know, talk to someone else. Like I can just kind of ramble off my thoughts and kind of how it rolls. <laughs> right. So, I mean, the part where, you know, like I said, I'm going back to like the subject line was I am addicted to stuffed animals. So yeah, sure. let's get, let's, let's talk about that specifically where you're, where it's like an addiction. So like what, how long can you, go without seeing them and what would happen if you came home and you found out that someone threw one out or something 
Um, okay, so, like, I think I mentioned in my email that my parents think it's a little weird that, like, I have them because, like, I am 20 years old. So, I mean, they thought, they think it's, like, something that I should have outgrown, basically. Right. Um, so, like, that's actually one of my biggest fears is that I come home and, like, one of them's missing or something because I remember I was staying overnight at my boyfriend's house and I wasn't really planning on it, but, like, I hadn't brought them. And, like, I don't bring all of them, but, like, I hadn't brought any of them. And I remember feeling, like, very anxious, like, they're at my house. Like, what if someone breaks in? Like, what if for some reason, like, my house catches on fire and, like, they, like they're in there, you know? And it's, like, I feel like that's where it turns more from, like, being a stuffed animal to being, like, a sentimental object where I care about them more as, like, friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel so, like, like... even... No, go ahead. Sorry, what? No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, so, like, even for... I would say even, like, for a night or two, like, I really don't foresee myself, like, being without them without being, like, extremely anxious. Do you feel, I mean, you call them children. Is there, like, a maternal aspect to it? Do you almost feel, like, responsible for them? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I definitely do feel, like, not only, like, a friend, but, like I, like, I take care of them. Like, they're my kids. Like, before I go to class, in the morning like I tuck them into bed and it's like it sounds like so crazy I know but like I just feel like that connected with them that become you know friendly and maternal rather than like being stuffed animals you tuck them into your own bed yeah like when I'm at school and like I always like place them on my bed and like I tuck them into bed so they're there when I get back and it sounds like kind of crazy but I don't know it comforts me knowing that they're not like on the floor making sure that they're there Mm mm-hmm that's interesting. So you mentioned your family, uh, like, have they ever said anything to you or tried to have like, I mean, interventions an extreme word, but like, have they ever like sat you down and said <laughs> like, why, like, why do you keep buying more of these? Why do you have so many? Like it's time to maybe um, have a garage sale or something. Well, and get rid I think of these. <laughs> um, my sister kind of just like ignores it. She's just like, it's weird, but you're my sister and you're kind of weird. Um, <laughs> But it's only my dad that I think thinks it's the most strange. Um, we have a vacation house, and, um, you know, I make bag for my clothes, but then I, like, also pack them in a bag. All of them? Like, you know, like, why do you bring? Yeah, I pack all of them away, uh-huh. and I, like, bring them with me. And he's like, you know, like, why do you bring those things? Like, I don't, like, he definitely doesn't understand, like, the extent that I care about them. Yeah. Um, but I was like, it's so hard for me to tell him like the reason why I, or like how I started using them and like how I started being connected with them that I'm just, I, I don't, I don't really interact with him in that way and like engage in that conversation. Um, but I definitely, uh, my mom is just kind of like indifferent. She's like, whatever, maybe it's something you all grow later. Yeah. But my dad has definitely questioned me a bunch about it and like, why, why do you bring those things? Like, I like them. Yeah. I just tell them I like them. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's a lot worse things that you could use. I mean, when it comes to kind of like using something for comfort or coping for, you know, anxiety or stress or something. I mean, people turn to all different things, sometimes destructive and, you know, stuffed animals seem harmless at least. Yeah. Besides Furbies. Besides Furbies. (laughs) Yeah, minus the Furbies. Yeah, those are, we got to work on that. Uh, you mentioned that you have a boyfriend who does know about this. Um, yep. 
I've been with him for a couple of years now, and uh, we met in college, and I was really nervous to tell him that, like, I had 10. So the first time he came over, I, like, hid them, and I was, I was a little, like, apprehensive about showing them just because, you know, I kind of got it into my head from my dad and my family that, like, it wasn't normal and it was mm-hmm. weird. Um, but, yeah, I, I one day I was just kind of like, hey, like, I actually have like these 10 stuffed animals. Like I really like them and they're, they're kind of my family. And I, I was really nervous. I was like, I don't know what he's going to do. Like what if he breaks up with me? Like what if he thinks I'm a weirdo? Um, but he was really accepting of it. And um, kind of as we got like progressed in our relationship, I told him like why I have them and mm-hmm. um, like the reason why I'm like that connected with them. And uh, he was really understanding of that too, but he was really the, uh, only person I've like talked to him about, uh, like why I have the stuffed animals and stuff, I guess until now. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get to 10? Like, are, is there a chance that you could be adding to this, uh, this group or is there only like a certain <laughs> kind of, do you have to kick one out to get another one? Yeah. In? Like, <laughs> like, you know, um, no, like I, if it's kind of just like, I see them in the store and it's like, I feel connected with them in the store. I'm like, I have to have it. And I've actually been with him a couple of times where he's been there and I've bought one. <laughs> um, I definitely don't have to kick any out if I get any more. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that <laughs> it's not like a survivor where one's voted off the island. But I think <laughs> that there will be a point where, um, where you know, it's going to be a little crowded either in the bed or wherever I decide to put them next. Do you think at any point during your life that you'll get rid of any of these 10? Um, it's hard to say because they've become such a big part of my life. Um, and they've helped me through a lot of things that like even, you know, my friends and my family don't know about, can't help me with. So, I'm not sure if it's a coping mechanism I'll always use, but I think it's going to be, I really don't like forcing myself getting rid of any of them. Yeah. I was going to ask, I mean, you know, we keep using the term coping mechanism and like addiction, like any addiction, even if this isn't necessarily destructive or harmful, like, do you ever want to break away from it and not feel like tied to the stuffed animals or feel like like, feel like dependent yeah yeah exactly um yeah i definitely feel like i don't i mean i'm not really sure how yet but like i kind of explained before but like my biggest fear is that something will happen to one of them or like one of them will go missing or something and you know because of where i am right now i don't know how i would deal with that Mm -hmm. but i think that if i started like separating myself from them it will be like a lot easier if that situation were to happen um but there have been times that like when I go away on vacation or like when I go away on trips or whatever I have my boyfriend watch them wait (laughs) stop saying this no I like give them all to him oh oh okay it's not like uh Here's the keys. Like, go feed like the fish. Sitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's my keys. Go check them out. Make yeah. sure they're there. Uh, so he no, will take like... the ten stuffed animals and they'll chill in his room for the time being. I'm so, assuming that every few hours you're like, show, te- text me a picture. I want to see them right now. Hmm. 
<laughs> no, it's not like that. But like um, this past April, I had to go on a trip for uh, it was like five nights or something, and it was a trip where I really like couldn't bring them. Um, so, kind of the morning before I left, I passed them off to him and their little duffel bag, and I was like, "Please take good care of them. Like, don't let anything happen." And um, he uh, he would send me like Snapchats and stuff of them. He'd be like, "Oh, they're like sitting in bed," or like, "Oh, we're watching TV." <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, he's good about like like playing along, I guess. But right. I don't know. I felt bad. I felt kind of bad for his roommate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he lives at some. Like, no. <laughs> he was like, "No, no, no! I'm just watching these for my girlfriend." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "All right, not gonna ask uh, what the hell you just meant by that, but okay." I mean, that's no, awesome that he supports like, it in that he's, way. He's really good about it. Yeah. No, that that's yeah, good. But does he ever? Yeah, he's also like. Try... Yeah, I was gonna say, is he like fully supportive, or like has he ever, like, suggested like? Like maybe I, I don't want to watch these next time, or like you should start separating. <laughs> um, he's never like denied watching them, or like told me that they were strange. I mean, he might secretly think that it's like very weird, but like he's always been really supportive um, of them. And I don't. I mean, I think that we've talked a bunch about like trying to like back off how much I like depend on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's really good about like helping me with that and like talking about ways that I can like transition from maybe like using stuffed animals to, I mean, like we're not really sure yet, but right, you know, right. like not using them as much. No, totally. And stuff like that. <laughs> so like what, I mean, what makes a good stuffed animal in your eyes? Like <laughs> you obviously, I think you know best. I okay. Mean, so, yeah, so I have a bunch of, like, little, like, mini stuffed animals. So um, I have, like, a mini stuffed animal collection, and there are four of them. And then I have, like, mid-sized stuffed animals, and I have, uh, I have three of them. And then I have, like, the larger animals, and there's uh, four, three, and there's three, like, larger animals, too. And you said so, that they have names and backstories? Yeah, so, like... um you want to like hear their names oh, i mean absolutely yeah well let's get some examples <laughs> okay so actually my first stuffed animal he's a tiny he's a tiny like brown hedgehog he's really cute <laughs> his name is reggie and actually it's kind of interesting because my boyfriend he's kind of like into reading into things so he's like amanda you obviously um you place your or he's like oh you you place your um you know, parts of yourself into these animals, mm. which is like, I don't know. I guess it's something that, I guess it's something that I could like see, but it's not very something that I thought of before. Um, but like, I can, I can totally see when he says like that parts of myself are like projected onto these animals. Yeah. Um, I think that's normal, but <laughs> or it's not normal, but it makes sense to me. Um, so, like, he was my first one, and then I got another, like, tiny one to be friends with him, um, and his name is Rue, and then I got three, like, mid-sized ones. Like, these were all, like, over the course of probably, like, three or four years. So, like, over three years, I've or four years, I've collected ten. So, it's not like I'm buying them, like, every week. Yeah. Right. So, what are some of the backstories? When you get a new one, how do you decide Yeah, do you create origin? a backstory, or is it, like... 
some I don't even know um kind of like so um like for my first one he was like in the chemistry lab so he would um like I kind of thought that he was like a really good student and he was like I don't know I don't know it's kind of weird to talk about out loud (laughs) but I don't know I I kind of saw him as like I don't know I personified him in a way of being like another kid in my class and then it like turned into like and then it turned into like him being a friend and then him being like a child I don't know it's kind of like a weird sequence but and then like after him it was like they became children like almost immediately right Mm. so wait what are all their names so (laughs) you really want Reggie we got Reggie Rue Okay, there's um, Regina. She's the only girl. Um, and then there's Phineas, who is this little white seal. He's really cute. He's one of the, like, the ones, the beanie boos. So, yeah. Um, and then there's Junior. Um, he's, like, okay, so I have Bradley, who's, like, a really big, like, husky beanie boo. Like, he's, like, the biggest size you can get. Yeah. Um, and then, like, and then I have Junior, who's, like, the miniature version of him. Okay. If that makes sense. He's like the smaller version. Are they related? The little golden retriever. Golden retriever, I'm in. Yeah, they're brothers. Got it. Love golden retrievers. (laughs) And then I have Randall, who's a, yeah, he's a golden retriever. And then I have Oswald, who's an otter. And Peanut, who's a pug. Because like everyone in this world, I really like pugs. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then I have Bradley, who's like the really big junior. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Got the whole gang. So when yeah. you get them, you said they're, they're kind of like children when you get them. In your mind, are they growing up over time? No, I I mean, I I don't know. I'm one of the people that's like, even though I'm 20, like I'm very scared to grow up and like I don't want to outgrow them and I like don't want to admit that I'm, I am outgrowing them. Yeah. But I don't know. To me, like it's something that stays stable like they're always going to be kids to me right if that makes sense yeah no i mean it makes sense because like you said it's kind of you know the concept of time doesn't necessarily apply to them or just that like attachment to childhood i mean i don't think anyone really wants to grow up so i don't think you're alone there i refuse (laughs) and they're like (laughs) and they're stuffed animals so they don't like physically grow so you know (laughs) right they have that going for them it's not bad yeah. <laughs> um, is are they like? I don't know how to ask this question. This, <laughs> this is, is gonna be good. <laughs> Every time I hesitate before, it's I a know. weird question. <laughs> but like, I don't know. In your mind, say you're like with your boyfriend. You're like yeah. making out on the bed or something. Do you have to like put them away? <laughs> That's like, actually a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you feel yeah, like no, no? They can't see this. These are my children. She's like, no, put them. Put them. <laughs> Wait till the kids are asleep. (laughs) They just like, sounds really weird. They just kind of like face the wall. Do you like turn them around? Yeah, I I turn them around. Like they can't, like it's weird that like I feel like they're my friends and like they're in the room with me. So I'm like, I either like put them away or like turn them somewhere. (laughs) That's funny. I don't know. It sounds kind of weird, but. (laughs) That's great. That's awesome. Um, Greg, do you have anything else you want to add? 
No, I mean, this was a uh, this was a really good conversation. Yeah, I liked it. It was and, fun. You know, thank you again. I think you know, kind of the origin of all this. Obviously, you know, it takes a lot of courage to kind of like share that story and really sheds light. On, yeah. You know, I think how you got to this point and why the stuffed animals mean so much to you. No, it was, it was an awesome conversation. Um, I think it's, it's it's a cool show that you guys do that, you know, I'm completely anonymous. anonymous. Um, but yeah, no, you know, it feels uh... like I'm talking to a friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, I, I do want to ask now that I just saw that. Do you like what's what's your next move going forward? Like, do you plan on after this telling more people about it or is it something that you would like to share with people like that that you're close to? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like if people were to ask, um, like if my close friends were to ask, they, I'd be open to talking to them about it, but it's not something that I'd like just bring up and start in casual conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know my, uh, I don't know if my sister listens to this podcast. She definitely listens to the basement yard. So she would know that it's you. Right? <laughs> yeah, this sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. That's but, interesting. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'd have to talk to her about it too, but it's something I'm open to. Uh, it's just, I guess, talking about why it started is uh, definitely more of a sensitive topic. Yeah. Sorry if I wasn't able to like go into enough there. But no, it was no, it was cool. We're not trying to like poke that information out no, of you. We're just we kind understand. of you know curious. Um, but we really appreciate you uh, coming on and and uh, and talking with us. It was a lot of fun. Well, thanks so much, guys. No problem. Have Thank a good you. day. Bye. See ya. Before we get to our final thoughts, we do have a sponsor today, which is ZipRecruiter. Uh, ZipRecruiter, are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Well, with ZipRecruiter, it's easy. Uh, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click. Uh, their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. Um, yeah, this is a fact, by the way. 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate or candidate. I don't really know how to say that word. Candidate? Candidate? I don't know. Potato, potato. Uh, you get a quality uh, candidate through the site within one day. Very quick. Very quick turnaround. Okay? No juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, uh, sc simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. Uh, find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with, I, I hate that word, with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. By going to ZipRecruiter, oh, geez, uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash lives, L-I-V-E-S. Uh, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash lives. Uh, one more time. For the people that didn't hear it in the back, ZipRecruiter.com slash lives. Guys, it's free. Why not? If you're hiring, do it. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. Like the, it's a, you know, coping mechanism. I, yeah. Like I said, there's a lot worse things that. No, yeah, I mean, do. there's there are people, you know, they go through things, they, they have, like you said, some, some of it can be destructive, some people cut their wrists, some people, like, do drugs, I mean, or they yeah, drink. it could be anything, yeah. I never got any, like, I never got that, like, you know what I mean? When pe like, I still don't get that when people are like, oh, I just need a drink. Like, what are you, 
what's that doing yeah it's hard but i mean trauma's a real thing too so it's like no yeah absolutely it's tough and like i mean she is lucky in a way that the thing that she like needs to cope is just a fucking little fluffy fucking yeah rue reggie well i'll just try to name them right now yeah. you ready <laughs> are we got uh what was the first one reggie reggie rue Ru. junior junior bradley bradley uh, 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 Oswald. Oswald the otter. Otter. Damn, that's only five. There's a husky. I can't remember. Husky. The name. Oh, unless oh, that was fuck. Junior. Shit. Uh, I just ran. Oh, uh, Regina. Yeah. Six. I thought they're all gonna be ours for a second. Yeah. Uh. Oh shit. That's all I know. Ten's a lot, actually. Ten's a lot. That's six. I think we got. That's yeah. not bad. Six out of ten. I do still have. It's in like my parents' house. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen him in a while. But I definitely still have my first ever teddy bear just sitting at home. Like, if I wanted it right now, like, I know where to go and get it. And its name was Hum. I don't know how it came up with that name. Yeah. That's interesting. I never really had anything like that, to be honest. Like, I was so ready to, like, throw stuff out when I was younger. Not that I was, not when I was younger, but just, like, when I'm cleaning my room and stuff. Like, I don't really have, like, a sentimental, you know, whatever the word is, towards... Uh, attraction attraction not really but like nothing like i don't have, well you do have attraction towards ticker <laughs> we know that i don't have any like you That's know more i don't hold any item that has like sentimental value to yeah, me. yeah you know what i mean like I, I i don't know there's nothing like i can throw out yearbooks no problem like yeah. old pictures or just like i i don't know I, I don't know i never i never had any of that but my like i said my sister has it i think my oldest brother has it as well with certain things where he's like, I'm not throwing this out. I feel like a lot of people. My have... mom is so like that. Yeah, she wants yeah, to keep yeah. everything. Yeah. Like every little, not like she's like a hoarder. Like she'll keep like fucking old gallons of milk or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, anything having to do with our childhood cards or like, and like cards. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, my God. I'm so my bad with cards. I read cards and I'm like, well, can I throw this out now? Like, you know what I mean? Cause like, what are they going to do with it? I refuse to get cards for that reason. This is off subject, but I haven't gotten my family or anyone like a Christmas card or birthday card in like 10 years. Really? I just refuse. And they know like your girlfriend's I'll totally give you cool a great no present, card. but she's don't totally expect cool. a card. She's totally cool with she's, no card. She stopped fighting it, yeah. But she's also one person too. She has like a little shoe box that she calls Full like her special box and there's all these little like Like are you going to go back and read and, cards? Right? I'm not into that. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I don't <laughs> I don't. I I read a card and I'm ready to throw it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially when there's nothing. I usually in it. do once the person like. Especially isn't like there Christmas anymore. cards from like your aunts and uncles. It just says like, "Dear Greg, ha- Merry Christmas, love Aunt yeah. Donna." You rip throw it open. It you see if there's money in it. You throw it out either way. And there stopped. There was. There's money hasn't been in it for nah, years. Yeah. So throw that. There's shit still out. always hope when you open it. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, but no, she's uh. <laughs> It'll be interesting for her. I mean, she's only 20. Like, it's pretty young. Yeah, it's young. Uh, she's got a boyfriend who's down down for the Sounds like animals. a great dude. And, uh, yeah, but I guess at some point it'll be interesting to kind of, like, come to that crossroads of am I really going to, like, pack 10 ton, stuffed animals with me everywhere I go or do I need to start getting rid of these? I think that, and, uh, you know, I don't I don't know this girl, obviously, so... I mean, I think as you get older and, you know, the responsibilities start to pile up, there will be less time for you to feel like dependent. Like, what about if, and you know, 
when you get kids and stuff, like you don't have time to like, yeah, you know what I mean? To feel like, oh, I need to get back to do those things. Like, no, you have, you have responsibilities. You have other things to worry about that. Eventually I feel like that will wean. That could be the case. Off of everything. I want to like follow up. And I don't think she'll ever throw them out, which I don't even recommend for her to do. And I'm not even like the person. Pass them on to her kids one day. Ooh, pass them on. Or just like kind of keep them, you know, keep them in the house. I know people who have Beanie Babies in their house. Mm-hmm. You know, they have crazy collection or whatever. Do you remember those things were supposed to be worth so much? Like we people still people hold on to that thought. Hoarding that. Yeah. Thinking like, this is it. This is like my retirement plan. Yeah. And then nothing. Yeah. Like they're worth less than what you got them for. I, uh. People had like glass cases for them. Yeah. Beanie Babies. You got fooled. Beanie Babies. Yeah. And Pokemon cards. They're all worthless. Yeah. Well, Pokemon cards, you can get like some money not not a retirement fund but yeah uh but you know i think eventually this doesn't sound too i mean we talked about it does it sound like too much of an addiction as it is Mm. a you know it's just like a quick fix of not even a quick it's like a dependency i guess like yeah because an addiction would be like i can't fucking go anywhere it seems like she can separate herself yeah like she's able to go on that trip as long as she knows you know they're 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 being taken care care of yeah I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know, it's, you know, I don't know how to define that one, but I don't know. It's just it's like, like a step uh, right below, or maybe it's like a mild addiction. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, maybe. yeah we're knows? diagnosing addic- addictions now, and yeah, I don't know what the hell's wrong with us. But at the end of the day, like everyone kind of loves stuffed animals. Like there's something sort of universal that just like maybe we're just giving them like to us as children, and it just works. But like there's something comforting about stuffed animals. Like it makes sense. Yeah. Dude, the giant, gigantic teddy bears. I would fucking love one of those. Pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I'm a hugger. You know what I mean? That's why I got Charlie. That's why I got my dog. Yeah, yeah. He's like a big fucking that's teddy bear. Basically, a stuffed animal. Just hug him, that crush means. his ribs. You know. That was a joke, Peta. Please don't. <laughs> I don't know if they're listening. This episode's brought to you by Peta. Peta. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that is all. If you guys have a interesting story, fetish, or anything you think is unique, that a you mild share, addiction, a mild addiction, or like a heavy one, whatever. <laughs> uh, if you want to share, go to oplshow.com slash. Oh, my voice is cracking today. <clears throat> if you have something that you want to share, you think will be interesting on the show, go to oplshow.com slash contact. Send us an email. If it works out, we'll send you an email. Set something up. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Joe Santagato. You can find me at Greg Dybeck and follow the show at OPL Show and leave a rating and review on iTunes. Oh, yeah. And that is all. Thanks for listening.